Explore and enjoy over 200 episodes of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast available free wherever you download your podcasts. A new episode is just 90 seconds away. The Big Ten. Most downloaded episodes of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast in 2021. Nugget me now. May 25th, 2021. ba da ba we took the kids to McDonald's to get the Travis Scott meal. And that is what led to this conversation. I remember I, you forced me to go through the drive-thru and yell something at the drive-thru person when this was hot. You know what I want. That was it, yes. Yeah. I was Bye. like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And you're like, the kids were like, you got to say it more forceful. Dad, do it right. Yeah, you were like, you know what I want. They're like, no, we don't, sir. What do you want? That's what they should do is every one of them should have some kind of buzzword where when you like pull up to the drive-thru, you're like, nugget me now or something. You know what I mean? Like there's something that like you say, they're like, okay, that's a McSweetie. If it's Garth Brooks meal, you come through and you're like, the thunder's rolling. And they're like, pull out, pull out that one. You know, like they, they know how to do like the order based on what you what yell. What orders you bark. Mark your calendars. McDonald's is officially bringing back the McRib. Nationwide, folks. Luke Combs is a McRib man. Well, that could be good. Big old burly bearded Timberlands and some flannel. I don't imagine anybody would want one through the drive-thru. They've got to be really messy. Depends on the proportion of sauce. bun to salt. The sauce. You don't order McRib and, and give any kind of special instructions. Okay. Yeah. It's a very manly just, order. You're like, just cook yeah. it. You get what you get. Do Onions. they hand you like a whole bolt of like napkins? Do like, here to? you go. They need to. Yeah. Can you toast my bun when we close behind the dumpster? Yes. Cadillac Jack. Cadillac Jack. My second act. The App and Podcast Network. I, I don't know that Chris Young would be as successful as he is today without you as a songwriter. I'll never forget it. As long as I live, he said. I think it changed Nashville's perception of me. Hit Is there really a Brandon, a Johnny, a Jason, a Randy, and Megan? This is going to seem like a shock to you because I love Blake Shelton. I, Blake Shelton has one of my favorite voices in country music. But I never in a million, billion years. That is hit songwriter Corey Crowder, who is from Snellville, Georgia who is one of the most sought-after songwriters in Music City right now, picked up seven ACM nominations last week. And he joins you for this episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. And you'll hear this exchange. I leaned on the man beside me, pretended like I fell asleep on him to see if I could get a weird reaction from him, and I did not. He had a smile on his face the entire time. Did his blanket go up like a tent? What is wrong with you? Just in general, what is wrong with you? Where do we start? My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. We talk about things you're already talking about with your family and friends, conversations about current events, pop culture, music, uh, news headlines, revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth as well. Are you just making that up as you go I'm just along? trying. Yeah. Yeah. You are? I was looking ahead wondering if we're going to add anything other than that. Okay, but that's your problem. You have to live in the moment. Live in the moment. Okay. Stop looking ahead. You know, that's the best advice. Like, you run your own race. Like, when you're in a race, the worst thing you can do is look side to side. Okay? Who are you, Gandhi? No, yes. You always just look forward. And so always tell the girls that. So that's great advice. Like for anybody in life who, you know how sometimes like when you see stuff on Instagram and everything, you're like, oh, their life looks so much better than mine. I wish I had this. I wish I had that. You're looking side to side. You just run your race. Stay focused on whatever your finish line is 
or whatever whatever is in front of you. It's the same as if you're driving a car. If you're looking side to side. You're, you're giving driving advice now. Yeah. You're going to run into the person in front of you. Okay. My name's Don. I'm Caddy's wife. That was a little aside That there. came from like a, a poster in the University of Arkansas Business School. Didn't no, it, like it didn't. I've always said that. Thank Sam, you. That's a quote from Sam Wall. No. I've always, his name's Walton, but I've always said run your own race. But anyways, I am... What do I want to say? Oh, here's what I want to say. Do you wash your hair every day? You take multiple showers a day? I will, yeah. I'll take two. The, the reverse of that also. I'll sometimes go three days. I, you know, I get my hair blown out sometimes. Like, they'll blow dry it or whatever. Or if I get, you know, whatever. You, you pay someone to brush your hair, basically, is what you do. I mean, it's the little things. But anyway. And then I will go. I can go because I have really thick hair. I can go like four days without having to shampoo it. Now, I take a shower. This causes great duress with the children because they're like, you don't shower for three days. I'm like, I didn't say that. I put my hair up in like a old timey, like shower cap and take a shower. This is like TMI. I don't know why I'm going here. But anyway, the point to this is the longest that I have gone is right now. And I'm like really afraid to tell you how long it's been. Uh, six days, seven days since you showered. No, I've showered every day, seven days since I've washed my hair. So I am That's not healthy. No, I was growing in there. No, nothing. I use dry shampoo. I uh, like this. Maybe maybe third day. Yeah, tons and tons of dry shampoo. Because I was going to, and then I'm like, oh, it looks pretty good today. I'm just going to go one more you, you day. You traveled though. You were traveling. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, it looks pretty good. I'm going to go one more day. Yeah, it looks pretty it looks good. Looks great. Yeah, I'm going to go one more day. You know, it's looking a little rough. How's right it smell? Now. I've smelled it. It smells good. I mean, I've smelled it. I've done a sniff test. I, I sat in the center pl- aisle of the center seat for the plane and I like purposefully leaned yeah, no on the did you? No, I leaned on the man beside me, like pretended like I fell asleep on him just to see if he would smell my hair to see if I could get a weird reaction from him. And I did not. He had a smile on his face the entire time. Did his blanket go up like a tent? What is wrong with you? Just in general, what is wrong with you? Where do we start? I don't know. Okay, anyway, so the good news is I'm going to wash it tomorrow. Why not tonight? Well, maybe. We would appreciate you taking just a moment and leave a review, if you can, for this podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, you just click five stars. That's it. You're done. That's it. Apple Podcasts. Get us, give us a couple words. I enjoy, period. That's good, right? And then rate yeah. it as high as you can on Apple. But I mean, for Spotify, I think like at work, you just grab people's phones at the lunch table, wherever you are. If you're in the break room, getting coffee, you're like, let me see your phone. And then just go to the thing. Even if they don't listen to our podcast, just go and give us a rating. That seems bad because then they're like rating us without listening to us. But if they're elderly people and they're not going to listen or whatever, just give it a rating. Just grab their phones. Because if they're elderly, they're not going to have like a passcode. Yeah. If they do. What do you think it would be? One, two, three, four. I was going to say the same thing. And if you get your friend's phone and you go and you go to rate us and so you go, let me just see your phone for a minute. And she's like, okay. Or he goes like, okay. And he gives it to you and you go and you put, you rate us. And while you're rating us, you happen to see some of their apps and they've got like the Dingle Dongle app or the- Which one's that? Like a some sort of dating app, but you know they're married or something, or like you see like something on there, then you're like so far ahead and you can be like, Karen, now I've got you in my sights because I didn't know you were cheating on Ronnie, but now I do because I went to give my friends a five-star review in Spotify and I see that for some reason you have the Dingle Dongle app, but you're married. So now you've got someone old Karen in HR. So it's like a double purpose. Do you know what I'm saying? You rate us and you get the goods on Karen. She can't harass you about your PTO anymore because you've got something to hang over her head. 
Which is? Uh, that she has a dingle dongle app. And she's but married. She doesn't, she doesn't have a penis. Why would she have the dingle dongle app? Because she's looking for dingle dongles. And she's married. And she controls your PTO. You're paid time off. And she's like, Liz Smith, you already took like all your time listen, off. Listen, listen, Karen. You can't carry it over. And you're like, oh, I can I carry it over. on the Dingle Dongle app. I can carry it over because you're carrying, for? You're carrying for? it over. What's she looking for? Oh, just a diversion from Jim. Anyway, let's go. If you like the show, let us know by leaving oh, us I a like that. that rhymes. On your Spotify show page. Dolly hosts the ACM Awards. March 7th, I think. Which are not being carried on television. No network television home. CBS what for years carried happens? the ACMs. I don't know. Well, I don't what know. have they said about it? I've read a lot. I know that when ABC redid their deal last fall with the CMAs, it included a huge package like for the CMA Music Festival and CMA Country Christmas. And I just don't know that the ACMs have a lot to offer CBS. And I bet that they were wanting 50% more than they're probably worth. But and CBS said, you know what? Eh, we're done. Thank but you. it seems like someone would pick them up, like Channel 36. I mean, like some... Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> like, where, where are they? Whoopa. What was that? <laughs> RF, RFD TV. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Well, it's Or going, how about CMT? Well, they have their own awards, though. Oh, okay. Um, Amazon Prime. Somebody. That's where you have to go. Oh, it's Amazon. Do you think Dolly can get to Amazon Prime herself? I doubt it. Not without Carl's help. Or uh, the help of Jimmy Allen and uh, Gabby Barrett, her co-host... Two-hour show, too. Normally, the ACM's any award show, Don, is a three-hour, at least a three-hour show. But they're going to whittle it down to two hours, they say. Leading nominee is Chris Young. Chris Young didn't have, uh, has not ever had an ACM win. He's never won before. Last time he was nominated was five years ago, in 2017. The song Famous Friends, that uh, he and, he made Chris Brown and, uh, Chris Brown. Chris Young and Kane Brown did, uh, I think you got four nominations for that song alone. Yeah, I do love that song. We added it to our playlist. Do you think that those are real people? I think so. Corey Crowder is one of the songwriters on that song. He's from Snellville, Georgia. Coming up. Later in this episode, that he's going to answer that question. Also going to talk about uh, TikTok and the influence that that social media platform has on on new artist discovery, and also the, the the benefits of being a songwriter, and then having one of your songs suddenly appear. You know, even if another artist, an artist is recording it, but it's on TikTok and it's getting traction because of the kids on TikTok. And remember when I asked John Rich when he was a guest if there was ever an artist who had reached out wanting to record one of the songs that, that he had written, but the artist wasn't maybe at the level that he was hoping would ask to record that particular song. Yeah. Cause that's how he makes money. <laughs> and he called out Jason Aldean. Not my name. Well, okay. But that's who it was. Okay. I asked Coy Crowder the same question and his target is Blake Shelton. That's part of the conversation you're going to hear coming up. All right, do you want to add, uh, let's do the hype songs. What we do each episode of the podcast is add a song that we're enjoying, add a song that we've rediscovered, adding a song that we think you would enjoy. We have a playlist on Spotify, and there are three seasons now because this is the third season of the podcast. Days of music, diverse music. Search for Caddy and Donna or Donna and Caddy or any combination thereof, right? Season three is Trace, Tart, 
Tres. T-R-E-S, right? At Spotify. And when you fly Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline. I just did. And I listened to the podcast. You can check out 225 episodes of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast. When you're seated comfortably, 32,000 feet in the air. I checked out the pilots. They were good to go. Very, like, sturdy, like, gentlemen, two of them, you know, because you know how I am. I've got to make sure the pilot is not, not some young whippersnapper. Like, you don't want, like, a Doogie Hauser-type pilot. You want somebody who, like, if they have to land it in the field, the two of them can do it. Or and, the river. Yeah, and these two could. And the other thing is you have to wear your mask. That's, this is the first time I have flown uh, post-COVID where I've had to wear a mask the entire flight. I figured out the secret to this, in case you guys are wondering. This is how you get through it. You get through what? Through wearing your mask. On a plane specifically? Yeah. You order your drink, because they do still give out, like, you know, not not necessarily, well, I mean, I guess they do do alcoholics, but I mean, alcohol. Alcoholics. Get your your Bloody Mary? Yeah, but you get your, so I got my ginger ale, and you just nurse that sucker. Oh, you're serious? For two hours. Yeah. You don't have to put your mask on. Well, you can't. How are you going to drink with your mask on? And you eat your Biscoff cookie. I mean, you break that thing into like pieces of like kibble. Hopefully as small as my kidney stone is going to be. Exactly. And you just suck on that little cookie for two hours. And they cannot, I mean, you can't put your mask on. Has everybody caught on to this? Probably, but I don't know. I mean, the other passengers don't care if you have your mask on. It's just the, the flight attendants and stuff. And I understand why. Engage the infotainment system and explore. The podcast and the Spotify hype song playlist. So I'm going with Dirk Bentley and Breland and Hardy. Beers on me. That's a great song. I have to tell you, when I first heard that song, I knew it was Hardy, and I kind of knew it was Dirk's. I did not know it was Breland, and then I put them all together, and I'm like, that's right. Breland did a song with Keith Urban. Yeah, he's super talented. I love that song. So beers on me. You getting excited about Hardy? Seeing Hardy? Thought any more about your tattoo? And I know exactly what I'm doing. I just don't know that I want him to do it. But I mean, I'm only going to get one in my lifetime. So do I want, and the one that I want has a very specific line in it. So do I want some crookedy, crookedy, jinky line where he's half like Jaegered up and like yeah, pulls they, out his gets, tattoo gun? It's more of a story. No. People are like, why is your tattoo all shaky? Oh yeah. Like when I'm 90 and I'm like, oh, cause this young fellow named Hardy did. They're going to be like, who's that? Yeah. Hardy with Morgan Wallen, uh, all across America, two shows, both of them sold out, August 4th and 5th, I think. He is out of ACM jail. So did you think when that self-imposed jail happened, was it your assumption that that was forever or no, just for that no, year? No, okay. No. So it's just like a slap on the wrist. They've been a cra- I think they would have been crazy to make it a lifetime because look at what happened. Yeah. I mean, you need him now more than he needs you. Yeah, but I mean, like. I guess it just wasn't said. But so it was just for that one period of time. It wasn't said, but he's now been unsuspended because he got four nominations. Got it. So I think it's being said without being said, right? Uh, he did get an album of the year nomination for Dangerous, the double album. You know who did not get an album of the year nomination? Who? Who put out three albums last year. Eric Church, Heart and Soul, three albums. How is that possible? You put out three albums and you didn't get a single nomination. The press, when reporting on the nominations, Latched on to Walker Hayes, the Applebee's milkshake. How is this, honey again? How is this song. possible? How is this possible? USA Today, the headline after the ACM nominations: Miranda Lambert, Morgan Wallen, and the Applebee's song earn ACM nominations. Rolling Stone, ACM award nominations: All Star Collapse, Morgan Wallen, and that Applebee's song. Oh boy! 
Uh, snubbed. No Blake Shelton at all. Luke Bryan, who last year won Entertainer of the Year. Not a single nomination. What is going on? What does that mean? Dirk Spindley, no nomination. I, I think what's happening, and I think the uh, CBS saying, you know what, we're done, is an indicator of how little people care. Award shows matter. Yeah. Think about the Oscar nominations came out two weeks ago. Nobody cares. Did you even look? Did you even click on anything? Yeah. Oscar nomination related? I didn't. No. And as I sit here today, you think about it. Like, what what does it really mean? Why does it matter? I mean, I think the Grammys used to matter because they, like we've talked about before, they did honor projects that sometimes were out of the box that might not have gotten noticed or feedback or whatever. But now with the great sourcing of music from Every angle, Spotify, YouTube, TikTok. I just don't even think that award shows are as necessary. It, it'd be interesting to talk to the artists to see if they're like, I don't care about them anymore or, you know, we're all the same. It sort of takes the competition out. And you just put music out to put it out or do they care? I think when you have a project coming out or something that you need to do a lot of press for, you schedule it around ACM week or CMA week, and then you can do all your press whether Under the guise of whether that. it's yeah, whether it's radio, TV, print, social, blogs, you can knock it out because everybody's going to be there that week covering the award shows to so get everything done that week. Make that your street week. Yeah. So I think for that reason, the artists see it as a, a a positive. I just don't know that an ACM nomination or even an ACM win is relevant. You know, someone was telling me that that they believe that late night talk shows are still, especially like um, Kimmel, is a great place that artists get a lot of play from because and I will tell you that I know from for me personally I have there's probably two or three bands that I have found on Kimmel where I'm like who is that all right I was introduced to the Black Pumas on uh Kimmel no the White Pasty Man from England oh um yes CBS. James Corden yes James hey Corden. there's such a backlash on now why uh just because I say every movie that he appears in about a musical is just like a bomb and he just, he's they're calling him the broadway killer i know yeah well that's not good for business yeah i like him but i don't like that show but i know you like that show but i can't stand that show i'm not a big fan of his as much as i am the show i yeah. think the production on the show i think that the band is great when chris young found out about his seven nominations he was headed to the studio he's working on a new album and he was headed to the studio with Corey crowder Here's part of the conversation I have with Corey about uh, TikTok and other social media platforms and music discovery and a song I didn't know that Corey wrote, Donna, that you recently added to the Spotify Hype Song playlist. TikTok, how familiar are you with the platform and the exposure that a song can get? People were getting record deals off of MySpace. And then when I first moved to town, do you remember this? It's kind of like TikTok, but it was called Vine. I found Luke Combs on Vine. Dudes playing covers, you know? I found them and they were huge. Like Luke Combs was, I mean, he was huge on Vine. This is long before uh, Hurricane. It's not really a new thing here it's been since my, since i moved to town this there's been just different platforms every time you know but you're right tiktok i mean people are getting deals right now and i'm i get hit up for for writing sessions going hey this person has you know whatever millions of shares on this video they're blowing up they just got to deal with universal they're putting out you know they're writing for a single and i do it because you're like you know the people love them because they're obvi people obviously loving this person they got a story i think it's really cool i 
I think it puts the power in the people's hands more. And I know that the record labels are also looking to harvest new artists from from platforms like TikTok with a fan base that large. Then then you launch ahead of most everybody else in this business. As you know, Corey, you want to be ahead or at least yeah, a step it, or two ahead of everybody else. So Tyler Rich turned in a record and then I wrote a song with him pretty much right after his record was done, which is never the time you want to write with an artist. <laughs> um, uh, but we wrote this killer song. Tyler just decided, man, what the hell? I'm going to put this thing on TikTok and see what happens. So he puts it up on TikTok, you know, playing the song for his wife. His wife is an actress. Uh, all of a sudden, the song blows up and the label calls and they're like, hey, we're cutting this song and we're going to radio. <laughs> and they added it to the record. So here recently i have a lot of love for tiktok uh so that's kind of a cool little story there that i was you know unexpected and benefited from this social media junk i don't even have tiktok by the way that's your boy tyler rich you added him to the spotify hypes on playlist a couple of episodes ago Love him, love him, love him. California boy. More with Corey Crowder coming up during this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act. Gainesville is where you're going to find gallery furniture, 1600 Browns, Bridge, Road, hashtag Ask for the Wolfman, hashtag Ask for Donna. Doesn't matter if you're looking for one room, you're looking for an entire house. When I was up there last week, I put some pictures in the letter this Saturday. Remember how we were talking about when you when you go to gallery furniture right now, there's a good chance you may recognize certain uh, sofas, certain uh, chairs. You maybe recognize some of the furniture right now on the showroom floor at Gallery Furniture from uh, national TV ads or uh, full-page print ads in the newspaper. I'm gonna pull up a picture for you. If you're looking for the uh, like the cowboy chic look, right now Gallery Furniture. Very nice. It's got kind of a like distressed leather sectional. That's amazing. And there's a chair to match. There is nothing better when that comes with it. It also lifts up and down. Love it. There is nothing better than a large sectional in your family room. That's the chair. Awesome. And you can get all your family like? around that. Very modern, very sleek. Sectionals are great. If you've got a big family and you've got it, you know, even if you don't have a big room, you can make a sectional work. You always can make a sectional work. Um, See how the table, the coffee table, right? It comes up the top. The lid comes up. You can store stuff in yeah, there. It's got storage. And love then it that. Lowers back down. You can put your coffee table book back on. And I love the I love the rug that's under it too. That's the thing. So it, you know, we talk a lot about you can come up and get one piece. You can get a mattress. You can get a console table. You can get a recliner. But in this case, and a couple of the the situations when you come up to gallery, you can also buy the whole thing because she's put them together, looking really cool. Don and them have done a great job putting together like coffee tables and sectionals and rugs. And the difference between this and what we've talked about. Before, before where you go to big box retailers and you have to buy the room is number one, you don't have to buy the room. But if you want to buy all these pieces, she's going to price them all individually so that you know what you're paying for each piece and you get a great deal on each one. It's not going to be this hidden thing where, wait, I don't want that chair. And they're like, oh no, then the price goes up $200. So she's going to price them all individually, but it just gives you an opportunity to really put together a cool room. And if it's not the way you want it, let her help you put it together. Find it on the showroom floor. Chances are that you will. Take it home today. Take your tax uh, refund check as well. Go see Donna. Go see Marilyn. Ask for Donna. Ask for the Wolfman. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. More with Nashville hit songwriter, Coy Crowder.
I say that without famous friends, the salt, Chris Young would not be the leading nominee. I, I don't know that Chris Young would be as successful as he is today without you as a songwriter. And I don't know, Corey, that you would be as successful a songwriter today as you are without Chris Young. Man, I totally, I totally believe that. We're, you know, our paths were meant to cross. We, I needed a, a big break. I hate even using that word, but I did. I was just I felt I was just kind of right there on the verge, and I needed to get to that next tier. And Chris was the biggest artist that I was working with, and we were writing songs. And he just, man, I was drinking at a, a bar on Demumbria one night with him, and he, and I'll never forget it as long as I live. He said. Man, I want, am I crazy? But I want my records to sound like your demo sound. I'll never forget that because I thought that was so wild. And he, about two weeks later, asked me, "Hey, he he was gonna we're gonna make this new record together." And that was game changing because we had multiple hits off of that record and award nominations and all these kind of things that I had never had before. And it really changed. I think it changed Nashville's perception of me. I have a question about that song. Hit me. Is there really a Brandon, a Johnny, a Jason, a Randy, and Megan? My buddy Jason, he's a sheriff. Yes. For real, though, Corey, these are the people that Chris and Kane sing about, just regular, ordinary people in their lives? Well, you know, here's the here's the good part. They're real people to all of us. The names are not the real names. Ah. I mean, I'm, I think there is two of the names that Chris actually used that he was like, man, they're going to kill me, but these are actually the names of my friends. So, but the other ones, you know, what we were talking about is like, had this hook, Famous Friends, but he didn't have anything with it. He didn't know what it meant. He just thought it sounded cool. He told me, and I literally just said, what about some famous friends you've never heard of? I've got some famous friends you probably never heard of. We just start all laughing because we just start going, man, it's so true. And that's small town that's like small towns we grew up in. It's just about who you know. It's like, man, I know the okay. cop. He's going to let me off. You he's going know? to flash his blues and let me go. I asked John Rich one time. Some people don't know, Corey, that he's a phenomenal songwriter as well as oh, half yeah. of Big and Rich and used to be the ninth member of Lone Star. Uh, I think there were only six of them. I asked him one time, I said, tell me a song that you wrote that an artist put a hold on and what that means is an artist can say i want to record that song and it's basically like putting it on layaway i said tell me about one song that you wrote john rich that an artist put a hold on that you were like mm. and he said to me there was one instance i just written hicktown. In a hicktown and rather than say uh you know what i'm I'd, I'd rather someone else you know i'm gonna wait a little bit maybe and see if another artist comes along um john rich said you know what i would be honored you know, it doesn't matter to me the level of, of the artist necessarily. You know, I want someone who believes in the song to record it. Uh, and lo and behold, Hicktown became a number one hit. And look at Jason Alding now. Same question to you, Corey. And you can't go with John Rich's neutral and politically correct answer. What's, <laughs> has there been a song that you've penned that you thought to yourself, you know, someone raised their hand and wanted to put a hold on it? You don't have to name names if, you know, we prefer that you did. Um, you thought, you know what? I really wanted Garth Brooks to record that one. This is going to seem like a shock to you because I'm I love Blake Shelton. I, Blake Shelton has one of my favorite voices in country music. I I just think he's such a killer singer. He's hilarious. But I never in a million billion years heard Minimum Wage as a Blake Shelton song. Girl, looking at you, looking at me that way, me 
total Blake Shelton song. But it was just, I sang the demo. It's a very personal song to me. It's like mostly about my story, um, me and my wife. It's like, there's lots of like details in it that are true for me and like, which I never get a chance to put in songs. So I know that sounds crazy. I definitely wasn't let down by putting it on hold, but I was confused. They had that song on hold for three, I think two and a half to three years. Scott Hendricks, his producer is a good friend. And Scott was like, man, I'm telling you, this song's gonna have its moment. You just gotta trust me and let us kind of keep it in the canon until it's like the right time. And so, man, I've never, I've never had let somebody do that or had somebody keep a song for that long. And I'm really glad I did. That is national hit songwriter Corey Crowder, Snellville native, right here in the Peach State in Georgia. Our thanks to uh, Ben Burnett, who is host of the Ben Burnett Show. I was a guest on Ben's show at the same time Corey was a guest. It was season four, episode one of the Ben Burnett Show. We love Ben. Behind the curtain to everything you know and love. Sports, entertainment, public service. The regular people that build the things that make up your life. That's his Plinko. Part of the App and Podcast Network. I love that. Get Donna to say how unbelievably sexy I am. That's true. Ben Burnett is unbelievably sexy. In a text. Unbelievably sexy. New season of the Ben Burnett Show is available now. Lady killer. Wherever you go. (laughs) Lady killer. That's an episode title right there. Seriously. Appen Brothers. Ben Burnett. Is a lady, lady killer. Lady killer. Our thanks to uh, Appen Brothers, Carl and Hans. With the Appen Podcast Network, subscribe to The Letter. It is a weekly e-newsletter component to the podcast. Fun four or five minute read. Plenty of funny memes that you can steal. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack. My second act part of the Appen Podcast Network. 